Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Crunch Time Podcast. On today's episode, we will be talking about where the Texans rank in the AFC and predictions. But first, we're going to start with the breaking news segment, Rob. Okay, so we have just gotten word that the Jaguars decided to trade Jalen Ramsey to the Rams for a first-round pick in 2020, a first-round pick in 2021, and a fourth-round pick in 2021. Rodrigo, any thoughts? I think this is an absolute steal for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Getting two first-round picks and four prime years out of Jalen Ramsey. Now for the Rams. Lots of people have been talking them, talking about them as winners in this trade. They're saying this makes them Super Bowl contenders. They're going all in, which is fine. You can certainly make that argument. No one can doubt Jalen Ramsey is elite. He, he and Gilmore are easily the two best corners in football right now. However, with the Rams, I'm looking at a team that just paid Jared Goff, that just made Jared Goff the second highest paid player in the NFL. When you pay quarterbacks that kind of money, the thing you need to do is you need to start saving at all other positions. You may be able to pay one or two other guys top money, but for the most part, you have to acquire picks. You have to get players on the cheap because you will not be able to sign elite free agents as you were before when your quarterback was on the cheap. This is what a team like the Patriots always does. You're paying Tom Brady. We have a great, we have a good player who's up, whose turn it is to get a new contract. Before they need to pay him, they trade him or they let him walk. They acquire new picks. They use those picks to get players that maybe won't be as good as a player before, but they will still be. But the collection of all those players will be worth it because they won't have to pay someone so much money. That is what a good team would do. What the Rams did is they acquired a player who is currently getting paid $13 million a year under his fifth year option. And that number will increase next year because you will have to re-sign him because you have to re-sign him because you paid your entire future for Jalen Ramsey. The NFL salary cap is currently sits at $188 million, okay? It will surely increase next year, but for now it's $188 million. We can assume it increases a few million. Let's just call it $200 million. Sure. The Rams paying their their five highest-paid players, who are Jared Goff, Aaron Donald, Todd Gurley, Brandon Cooks, and now Jalen Ramsey, will be paying a total of $103 million, are paying $103 million this year, not counting however much they pay Ramsey next year. That means over 50% of the cap is going towards five players. Let's go over those five players. Jared Goff, okay? In my opinion, one of the most overpaid players in football, I think he's a glorified game manager. I would call call Jared Goff a below-average quarterback, especially after what he's done for the last three weeks. You can certainly make that argument. Todd Gurley has a chronic knee problem that he can't get over, is not the same player. Brandon Cooks, a small receiver getting paid like a top 10 receiver in football, and he's always hurt and is just, I would make the argument, he might not be a top 25 receiver at the moment. 
And finally, Jalen Ramsey. Okay? Uh, sure, you can say. He's an upgrade over Marcus Peters. Fine. But he's not worth the up. Uh, he's that upgrade isn't worth what isn't worth paying what you're gonna have to pay him. A lot of the media has made the argument that the Rams won this trade because when you're in LA, you have to grab people's attention. There are the Lakers, there are the Clippers, there are the Dodgers. You're moving into a new stadium. You need new elite players. But I can guarantee you, the money they make out of this trade not be nearly as much, will not make up for the money they lose once they are stuck in mediocrity because of the amount of players they are currently paying. They may be good this year, but I still don't think there's a Super Bowl contender. They are a Super Bowl contender. You look at this team that just lost three in a row, I thought their biggest hole was the offensive line. One of their biggest problems before they made this trade was their depth. Because they had too many superstars, not enough young developing players. You just made this trade worse. And it's not like you're the best team in your division. You have the best team in the NFC in your division with the San Francisco 49ers. And the best quarterback in the NFL in Russell Wilson, also in your division. As of right now, yes. As of the end of the season, probably not. Best quarterback in the NFL in your division. You will not win this division. This is a clearly desperate move by a front office that has been known to make bold moves. I think this one will not pay off whatsoever. They'll be stuck in so much cap hell for so many years. It's It will end up being an absolute disaster. So, Rodrigo, two things. One, to um, support one of your earlier points, the town of Oakland, California, is by L.A. standards a couple – but, sorry, by California standards, a couple miles down the road from L.A. And the front office there um, had a very different approach. They thought winning will bring in the fans. Big players won't bring in winning. And I think someone wrote a book about it, turned it into a movie. It's called Moneyball. But the L.A. Rams trying to sign huge stars to win games, sign the people who are going to win games and they become the big stars. Yeah, I mean, and then two. Would you rather have Tom Brady? You're in the Super Bowl. Would you rather have Tom Brady or Russell Wilson as your starter? Russell Wilson, as of this moment. Everybody in this room, other than Rodrigo, you're in the Super Bowl. Would you rather have Tom Brady or Russell Wilson yeah, as your Tom starter? Brady. Tom, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. That is at, right now at this moment. I choose Russell Wilson. Tom yes. Brady. Tom Brady. At this moment. Tom Brady. MVP. Russell Wilson. I choose Russell Wilson at this moment. No. Russell Wilson has been the best player in football this year. He's and that's best. not an argument. And he's his hope. And he's, he's clutch, the, too. He's, the, he's, he's clutch and he's the best player. Who is the best player of all time? It, we're not Tom talking Brady. about all time. It, 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 no, we're we're talking about want. right now. Right now. It doesn't matter want. who's the better player. I want Russell Wilson with the ball. No. I don't want Tom Brady who can't move the ball against the Giants. I don't no, want a guy who throws picks in the Super Bowl on the goal line. When that was five years. Are we are we going to talk about something that happened five years ago, GW? I'll bring up right what now. happened five years ago for Tom Brady. He was one in Super Bowl. Okay. He's one in Super Bowl now. We're talking about like right now. Ago, he's he's gonna gonna win win Super Bowl. Right now, who is a better quarterback? Russell Wilson. But I wouldn't no, want him no, in the Super Bowl. Russell mean. Wilson, but Tom Brady is still the better person in the clutch situation. Exactly. Who leads the NFL in comebacks since Russell Wilson has come in? 
Follow Tom Russell Brady. Wilson no, leads Russell the NFL Wilson. in great. fourth quarter comebacks. How many fourth quarter How many behind behind we're comebacks? About, we're talking about no. right now. Nobody denies that he's you the best you player. You have to be behind to have a fourth quarter comeback. It's like he's going to be the MVP because he's the best player. But it's like, okay, so like, let's take it to the NBA. Did Michael Jordan – okay, like the year Michael Jordan didn't win an MVP, does that still – does that mean that you don't want the ball in Michael Jordan's hands? No. Okay, let me ask you this. Michael like, Jordan on the Wizards, okay? Not a very good player. Would you rather have Michael Jordan on the Wizards with the ball to score, or would you rather have a less clutch but still amazingly clutch player in Kobe Bryant with the ball? I would rather have Michael. You would because he's the no because he's, he's not in his prime. It doesn't make sense. It's I would not have a does. Wizards Michael in if I just need. I don't want the Wizard Michael to go win me the game. But if you tell me, hey, I gotta have a shot to win the game. Who do I want? I want Michael. Then I probably want Bird. And then you know, like I don't know who who comes after that, but they're they're the best for a reason, and that's because they come up big in huge situations. Now Russell Wilson might be the best regular season player. He might be one of the best players in the NFL right now, and he might be clutch. He's I think Russell Wilson is still a clutch player, but there's no denying that Tom Brady, no matter what type of season he has, is going to come up big in the clutch moments. I disagree. Tom, Tom, Brady. Tom Brady will definitely come up big in the clutch moments. Like, who was the better QB last year, Mahomes or Tom Brady? Mahomes. Mahomes. But who, who won, won the, the game? game? Okay, who had their defensive lineman be Doesn't six matter, inches right? offside? Who, he who threw, threw, down who threw three that. picks Mahomes can't in the that. game and should have lost if not for a point? It's not Mahomes. saying that Tom Brady came up clutch. We're not arguing that Tom Brady doesn't come up yes. clutch. Yes, yeah, Tom Brady came up clutch, scoring 13 that. points against the Rams. Do you want to know how many points Mahomes scored against the Rams earlier in the season? Tell me. 51. Was, great. That was, a different was Mahomes in the Super Bowl to score 51 points against the Rams? No, no because he got sent by the Patriots. Who that's the because the refs called a play on the biggest play of the game. Which was and you, clear you said you couldn't blame the refs. You said you couldn't blame the refs. That's not Mahomes' fault. Mahomes played better than Brady. I'm not Brady. arguing against Mahomes. I'm simply saying that the same situation applies to Russell Wilson. Who won and the game? Rodrigo. Just because they're play, the better player. Like <laughs> it wasn't Brady that, winning. That QB, like Mahomes, was the better player. Brady, which team won the game? The Patriots. Who was the quarterback of the Patriots? Brady, but Brady did not single-handedly win that. Yeah, win he did not. Well, he, he has a much better team. Yeah, yes. Anyone can drive a team about the ch- against the Chiefs. Okay, but it's in the big – you can't say that because it's in the biggest game of the year and defense for the Chiefs have come out big in the second half, and this is to go win the game. If you're going to – like, we put out Brock Osweiler out there. Brock Osweiler wouldn't have done that shit. You, okay, you, can't, you like, cannot compare Brock Osweiler and Tom Brady. Yeah, let's please not include like, them okay, in the same Jared game. Goff would not have won that game. Retired. Tom Brady would have won that game. Are you going to really okay. – Their last Russell two drives – Their it. last two drives in which they – in which they – the Patriots came back. That was Tom Brady making clutch play after clutch play. Are you really going to – And some Rob Gronkowski absolutely mossing someone. Are you but gonna... Tom Brady making clutch play after clutch play. But if you have one drive to go win the Super Bowl, and we we all know that Russell Wilson is a better regular season QB, and we all know that Russell Wilson will win the MVP, but you want Tom Brady with the ball in his hands. Not easier. Or too well. Moving on now, the Texans had a very big victory over um, the Chiefs last week, and it raises the question, where in the AFC do the Texans rank? And we'll start with Jack Murrow. I think they are the second best team in the AFC, and I think uh, what we saw against the Chiefs was that 
It was a real NFL offense that the Texans had. They were moving the ball. They established the run. They were running with pace. And they they had motion. They had a lot of different uh, looks in their offense. And I think the Texans offense and Deshaun playing so well. And I think the defense also looked good against a very, very, very good offense in, against the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I think you can go back and look at how the Colts uh, stifled the Chiefs offense as well and say, hey, wait a minute, maybe the Chiefs and Mahomes, something's wrong with Mahomes. But I think right now the Texans, if you look at all the other divisions, we know the Patriots are better. Um, the, the Patriots are the best team in the AFC because of their defense. But everybody else, uh, you have the Chiefs. We, so we beat the Chiefs last week. The Raiders are the second best team in the AFC West. Then you look at the AFC North, and you have the Ravens. So I think the Ravens had a legitimate argument that they could be the second best team. But I think that sometimes Lamar comes out inconsistent. And I think Deshaun is overall the better quarterback, which propels the Texans over them. So I think the Texans are the second best team in the AFC. I would have to disagree. I think they're the third best team. I think the Patriots and the Chiefs are above them. I want you guys to think about this. It took Bill O'Brien to coach the game of his life, the best game he's ever coached. The Texans have twice as much the time of possession. The best Chiefs player on defense to be out in Chris Jones. And it took Mahomes to be hurt because he's clearly hurt. He had one play when he got out of the pocket. Everything was quick. His Arguably, his biggest attribute is his ability to escape pressure, improvise, and make plays down the field. And he couldn't do that. And it took all of that. For the Texans to win by seven points. So I think if you gave me, if in January the Texans played the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs would win. Because I think, I just think Mahomes fully healthy with his best player back on defense. Tyree killed, Tyree killed that was his first game back. Can you imagine what that offense is going to be like? when Tyreek Hill is fully healthy. So I think it's close, but I think I nearly give the Texans the edge. And to your point, I think I think the Texans are a better team than the Ravens. I've been really surprised this year. I thought the Ravens' defense was going to be elite, and they have not been elite. They have been arguably one of the worst defenses. And Lamar, I'm not that high on Lamar. I think he looks great against the bad teams. But when he plays against a really good defense in the Browns, against the Chiefs, who have a really good coaching staff, you saw he couldn't move the ball. And I found this very interesting. He cannot throw the ball outside the numbers. Everything he needs to do is inside. I think when he goes up against a good defense, he's going to really struggle. So that's why I think the Texans are number three right now. I think that the the Texans are number two. I just see the Chiefs and the Texans. I think their formula works even if they have their defensive end back or if Tyreek Hill still like goes out there and has more time to work with Patrick Mahomes. I think their their strategy of just like keeping the run game because, I mean, one defensive end, you can just run the ball away from him, okay? It's not like you have to run the ball at him. And then – uh, the offense, I thought the offense for the Chiefs, like, they did fine. They put up 20-something points. But, I mean, what more are they really going to do with a few more weeks of Tyreek Hill? I will say I think the Texans' offense 
is looks to be good against every single team. And maybe except the Patriots, who want to ha- have the best defense clearly in the league, I think the Texans' offense will be able to move the ball against anybody because right now they have great tight end play. And the tight ends, historically in the past, the Texans have not been good at using their tight ends. And right now we see Bells had a big day. And uh, Aikens in the, in the past few weeks has been really good. I think the ability of the Texans to use the tight ends and then go to their wide receivers makes them uh, have like dual threats on the field and they're going to be able to move the ball against almost anybody. And I would say to that, I thought the Texans offense, they came out with a very interesting scheme. Yeah, and so that's our timer to move into predictions. Um, Our first prediction this week is going to be from college football. We are going Oregon versus Washington. And we will start with Rodrigo and move to Jonah. I simply think you have the best quarterback in college football in Justin Herbert, the most NFL-ready quarterback in Justin Herbert, and the quarterback with the highest potential in Justin Herbert. So solely because of Justin Herbert, Oregon will win this game. Are you reading my mind? Like, Okay, Rodrigo, yes. Obviously, I have Oregon in this one. I have them winning by at least two touchdowns. I think Oregon pulls away with it. I mean, for the same reason as Rodrigo and Jonah, I'm thinking Oregon pulls away by only by 10 points. I mean, we all know Oregon has a good quarterback and a very good O-line. But I want to see what that O-line does against Benning Potoa. He's been one of the best defensive ends this year in college football. And if he can get to the quarterback, Justin Herbert is not going to have a fun day back there. And I think the Washington offense led by Jacob Eason could put up some serious amounts of points and pull out a stunner, winning by probably seven. I really do think it's going to be a quarterback duel. I think um, I, uh, I think Eason will be um, pushed by Justin Herbert. I think he will come back with some, some um, fire from himself. I think it's going to turn into an offensive shoot-up very quickly. It's going to be a very stereotypical Pac-12 game with a lot of offense, not a lot of defense. And a, and a two-score win for Oregon. I got Oregon. They're just a better team and have the better QB. And so often in college football, when you have the better QB, you're going to be able to win. So I'll take Oregon. And now we transition to the Cowboys against the Eagles on Sunday Night Football for the lead in the division. Jack, who you got? Oh, you have to take the Eagles. I think the Eagles are just clearly the better team. They have Carson Wentz, who is way better than Jack. Uh, the last few weeks, Dak has, to me, gotten exposed by anything other than the Dolphins uh, defense. So I have to take the Eagles. Uh, yeah, it's 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 clear when you lose to the Jets. To lose to the Jets, you got to be on the level of the Jets. And the Eagles would blow the Jets out of the water. So the Eagles will, therefore, blow the Cowboys out of the water. Uh, uh, I'm thinking a 17-point win for the Eagles and proof, undeniable proof, that Carson Wentz is better than Dak Prescott. I think, you know, you saw both of these teams underperform this year, but I just think that the Cowboys are going to keep on losing four in a row. Okay, for the same reasons as literally everybody else, I'm going to say that the Eagles win. Just because I think Carson Wentz might be better than Dak. And on to our Cowboys fan, Jonah. Okay, well, I think y'all know what's coming. And when you're a Cowboys fan, you have to stick through the, stick with them through the 
the tough and the good, you know, but yeah, the tough so, like having a kind of sucky quarterback. You know, in all honesty, I do want to see what the Cowboys do without Jason Garrett as their head coach. So if they lose this week, it wouldn't be the worst thing for me as a Cowboys fan. But from a prediction standpoint, I know that they really want to come hard, especially Zeke finally having like a bounce back week, doing up to his standards, and Dak being falling like on his rankings and being doubted heavily after these past three terrible weeks. Or not terrible, but underperforming no, weeks. No, they were ter- they were terrible. Week six or yeah, week six was terrible. Like four and five, they were just okay. But anyway. I want the Cowboys, or I have the Cowboys winning by three because, you know, I this is a desperate win that they need, and, I mean, they're really going to need to come hard for it, and I think they will. Carson Wentz or Dak Prescott? Who you got? I'll leave you guys with that as goodbye, everyone. And remember, go Hawks. Unfortunately for Rodrigo, he does not get to end episodes. So... Signing off and saying goodbye for now, I'm Jack Ringold. That was another episode of the Crunch Time Podcast.